0: And he's rushing down the line. He's got the ball. He's running it in. He's going to get it. And, oh, my God, it's an XFL!
1: Did somebody say fumble? <laughs> no. That was back in, what, 2001?
0: Yeah, 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 man. But you know how it is. Nowadays, everything old is new again. They got, right. they got new Hey you Arnold. Know. They got new Full House. <laughs> They got new Jumanji, and they got a new XFL. <laughs> it's like we live in you know, some, time someone time.
1: once told me that doing something repeatedly, expecting different results, is the definition of insanity. Um, I guess we'll only find out.
0: That's all we can do is wait and find out. I'll watch it. I'll, I'll see what it's like. I like watching my football. I'll watch the XFL. Um,
1: I'm pretty stoked on it. You know, and they plan on starting in 2020. And from what I hear, like right after the Super Bowl. So it'll give people an extra 10 weeks of, of football.
0: Yeah, I think they said 10 Because that's what
1: they want to do. They want to do eight teams, 10 weeks, which is kind of lackluster.
0: That's but I'm right. sure they'll
1: add. Start, start as the years go. If they make it more than a year,
0: yeah, yeah, they'll have to see how it works out. I'm pulling for him. You know, uh, just like with with wrestling, competition is good. The NFL has been getting stagnant lately. I I don't think it has anything. At least for me personally, it has nothing to do with the damn Colin Kaepernick shit. Um, but competition always does good. And if they can give any sort of competition to the to the NFL to get them to to put on a more entertaining show, a better show, I'm all for it. And who knows, maybe this is the push they need to start coming out and admitting that they're uh, as predetermined as pro wrestling. Did you see the article somebody posted about it? I mean, it's 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 going to become more and more wide knowledge that uh, that the XFL or the NFL is just as predetermined
1: right right and i like how the illuminati behind the nfl heard everybody murmuring about oh my god look how fake it is the vikings are going to win the super bowl and so we lost right there at the end yeah
0: it's um that was something that was uh It is what it is. But, you know, that's kind of the story to tell is is the, the team coming up and almost getting it and getting everybody excited because that sold tickets to the Super Bowl long before Minnesota was right. there. They got a ton right, of extra the sales. Is
1: still in Minnesota regardless of who's playing, yeah.
0: They, they got a ton of extra sales, yeah, from people, who, from Minnesotans who wouldn't have bought it because they expected that the Vikings were going to get there.
1: They got somebody from Hollywood writing their script.
0: Would not be surprised, my friend. Would not be surprised. Oh, man. Yeah,
1: it's all coming out, you know, more and more every year about how it is predetermined and all that. I mean, go for it, Vince. You rule entertainment. And, And the last time the XFL was out, it made footballing for me to watch which has happened very often in my life. So <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for seeing where it'll go. I know I watched the press conference. You did not.
0: I did not, no. I did not watch the press conference yet. Um, I will.
1: Most people kept asking WWE chances for crossovers or, or how is this going to affect the WWE? And he kept like basically just... Turning down the the, the responses because it's, it's not supposed to be the same entity.
0: Correct. And maybe he
1: should have a different for it. Then you know he's so synonymously tied with WWE. Maybe he should have pulled a different face just to represent the XFL,
0: or even not call it like, the XFL and come out with a whole new name, like rebrand it, rebrand it <laughs> all together. No,
1: I I, I like Mr. Sandpoint. The name sounds cool. That's what he said.
0: It no, sounded cool. It keep... sounded cool in the late '90s, early 2000s, but X isn't really cool anymore. With <laughs> and I think you can tell with their extreme rules matches that they have. That sounds so 1990s. It's just <laughs> like, oh my god. Not 100
1: positive that I heard him say this, but I know I heard this in the aftermath. Was that players who chose to took a kneel would also not be.
0: In the league, he, he put a tweet out about that. Um, I didn't. I didn't check to confirm it to see if it was actually him or if it was a photoshopped tweet. But I did see a tweet that had Vince McMahon's um, official Twitter on it that said that. Yes.
1: See, and I hands down thought that maybe Vince would just take the even higher road and just not have the national anthem at the shows at all.
0: Uh, it's not like he I... does
1: it. For- except for Mania.
0: They do it at the pay-per-views and crap, so they'll do it. Yeah. They
1: you do it at what, pay-per-views?
0: I, I love that. I uh, thought it was... I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. Um, I, I haven't been to a pay-per-view, so I don't know, but I, I'd be surprised if they don't do it before the dark matches, but they probably don't. I don't know. I just love how XFL, it's extreme! If you don't fucking kneel like come on man how how stricter of a rule can you get than you have to fucking kneel that's not extreme oh, you that's
1: can't have a dwi on your record if you want to play ball
0: yeah it'll be interesting you get a to see, you know vincent you know, vincent <laughs> vince trump have a lot in common and so it'll kind of be interesting to see all these things that vince is saying are going to be rules how many of them are actually rules come 2020 you know what i mean
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, and he wants it to be a two-hour show. He wants to possibly cut halftime. That was one thing he said a bunch of times. He said they're still, you know, analyzing, it and figure out what the best way to go is. But he wants to cut halftime altogether. He wants to have a safer and faster game.
0: Which I'm for a faster game. Um, yeah. Uh, as long as you know, I mean, they're gonna have a he short. As a two-hour match once a
1: week but or or two-hour football game once a week but rods still three hours yo
0: (laughs) yeah you know um if if they're gonna have a shorter season then 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 skipping a halftime might be all right nice thing about a halftime is it gives the players a chance to recoup and and get together and and you know get going it gives the coaches a chance to to redesign and rethink what they've gone through and all of that but i mean hey it's just it's it's going to be interesting. I think it's a good thing. thing the
1: underdogs get a chance to break and get their minds straight. The team in the lead is obviously going to cool down somewhat on halftime. So it, it leads for more unpredictable games. That's the way I look at was it as it, a um, not football fan.
0: Was it released um, if he has a um, a carrier? Like, is it. Does it, did it release a um, abroad like a CBS, a ABC, oh. NBC? They're still looking. They're, they're still
1: they're looking. shopping. Okay, I think I think it's probably because uh, they're probably looking at Fox to pick it up. Fox think, already does all the football, and, and with them potentially selling WWE down that road,
0: that's what I was I thinking. Think Bob, I think it'd be interesting to see. I think they want to do negotiations with raw first and see what happens with Raw because It's probably easier to j- deal with just one network than to deal with two different networks, you yeah. know, and then you got conflict of interest and all of that. And yeah, I'm sure it's going to be, I mean, we're, just... I hope he goes with NBC
1: again. I know they're not on good terms with the wrestling end of things, but NBC is the one who put it on in the first place
0: right? and they don't have
1: football. So, well if if Fox Give it to a channel that wants it, not somebody who already has it.
0: See, I don't know, yeah, I don't know what Fox's contract is with the NFL. But if they I don't know how long it goes, but if they're still contracted to the NFL, it's very likely that they cannot run the XFL. I mean, it's very likely that can be in the contract, that they can't run any other competing football yeah. stuff. I don't know. I don't know what their contracts look like. <laughs> but i would not be surprised if that wasn't in their contract this is going to be something i mean we're not going to be talking about this every week but i'm sure this is going to be talked about for in in the next 2 years podcast, podcast yeah the beef six podcast is going to be talking about this giving updates throughout the next 2 years i guarantee it
1: there's because at the press conference we really didn't learn a lot like, they're still just in the beginning phase. It's like, why are you even holding a press conference now? Give us some more solid details right. with you these almost, things.
0: You almost would have thought they sent The Undertaker out there to do the press conference. As little information <laughs> as he gave.
1: Oh, God. Oh, and we'll get that later. In the,
0: Jesus, we got a lot to talk about with you guys tonight. A lot. A hell of a lot. A hell of a lot. It's going to be a fun evening. Man, I Stick with us. It's gonna be a blast. Um we kinda started we kinda we 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 jumped into a topic, but that's not bad. I'm gonna let's keep going with this topic that we got. Um Because I I I found um that the XFL launched their um their website today. That that today it officially opened it launched. And um, on it, they have a list of frequently asked questions, which they just launched. I don't know how frequently the questions could be asked, but, <laughs> um, and, and they answered them. So I was going to just go down this list and, and read them and let everybody know what they said. The first one is, why is the XFL launching? And the XFL's response was, an opportunity exists to reimagine America's favorite sport by putting fans at the center while leveraging a changing media landscape and and evolving consumer viewing behavior. Um, sounds like a pretty political, like, hey, we're trying to do something different. Then uh, the next one is who owns and runs the XFL? The answer is Vince McMahon is personally funding this venture through Alpha Entertainment, a new private entity, which we had reported earlier. Um, next question. Will teams be owned by the league or will teams be owned and run by independent entities so, like the NFL is? Their answer is the new XFL is one single entity structure with plans for eight teams at launch, all of which will be owned by the league. So that's really interesting there. That's very different from the NFL, which all the teams are privately right. owned. so that's that'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, because honestly at- I see this
1: being for the first couple of years and if it lasts. I say no more than five years out, he probably switches it.
0: Yeah, because it'll be interesting. I mean, one of the things about your, your favorite teams is, I mean, different teams have different opportunities. You look at, like, the New England Patriots, right. they, they they get more. I guess, the best example for me is MLB, uh, MLB, Major League Baseball. The Yankees are almost always yeah. making it to the end because they have the most money. They have the most opportunities. They have the most connections. Um. That's why a lot of the same football teams you see never get anywhere. And a lot of the same football teams are constantly in the circle of the playoffs because there are certain advantages that certain owners have. So will this make it a more even uh, playing field? And if it is a more even playing field, will that make it more interesting or will it make it less interesting? That's uh, something to watch there. Right. It's, um, yeah. It's, yeah.
1: It's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting for sure.
0: The next question, when is XFL launching? It says, uh, early 2020. We talked about that. Where will teams be located? The selection of cities will take place over the coming months and a mix of major and mid-major markets in all regions of the U.S. are possibilities. So they haven't picked them, but it sounds like it is going to be spread out, which is good. That way you can root for your home team. Uh, have nicknames been determined? The answer: Team identities and logos will be revealed after cities are selected. You it would might, be
1: stupid to make them before the city was. Yeah, selected. Yeah, you want them.
0: You want them to have somewhat of a of of a, a kinship with that town, something something in relation to it. So great. Yeah. I, w- I would think you would want uh when will games be played games are being planned for sundays that's smart people have sundays set aside for football don't fucking don't buck that system how many games will be played what's the postseason structure Plans include each team playing a 10-game regular season with a postseason consisting of two semifinal games followed by the championship game. Seems pretty straightforward, simple enough. How big will the rosters be? Active rosters will have approximately 40 players. So a good-sized roster. What will, pal- what will players' salary structure look like? The players' salary structure is still in development, but players will be paid to play and paid more to win. Is he saying it's predetermined? <laughs> <laughs> and it says, will there be testing for illicit drugs and PEDs? The answer, the XFL's comprehensive player health and wellness policy will include drug testing. No shit. So...
1: Why was that even a question?
0: It's Vince McMahon here. Because because the WWE is involved and wherever the WWE is, the word steroids follows. That's why. That's why. So that's, that's pretty that's huge bad. news. I was not expecting to hear that news this soon. Even when they said Vince right. had a huge announcement, I was like... You know, there were talks it could be the XFL. More people were thinking it was just him talking about Alpha Entertainment or something else or whatnot. And it ended up him being saying he's redoing the XFL. So, did not expect that. Caught me off guard for sure. Had to sit through uh,
1: about 35 minutes, I want to say, of the screen saying Vince McMahon will be broadcasting this at this time. I'm, and I didn't watch it live. I didn't watch it live. Why don't you cut that shit out of the video?
0: Right? Edit, it, folks. Edit. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, what, do, you, do we have any more to, to talk about with the XFL right now? I mean, we can always go back to it, but um, before we move on... I
1: mean... We don't know all that much about the XFL right now. I don't think Vince knows all that much about the XFL right now. He is just cemented in the fact that he intends on reviving the brand. Yeah. We have two years. There's going to be a whole lot of developments. Hopefully Minnesota gets a team, one that can win.
0: (laughs) I don't know with – Ten teams, man. I don't know if there's a good chance of Minnesota getting on the list of, <laughs> of cities there. But he did say mid-major oh. markets, and Minnesota would be a mid-major Great. market.
1: And we're definitely an underdog, so that would be a good thing.
0: I, uh, I have to grab something real quick. Just
1: see, see, the it. question I wanted, to, well, I would have asked Vince, is. Would Alpha Entertainment be interested in getting into any other sports, right? Outside of football, down the line, that's right. what I want to know.
0: I, my question like, I could would be, see
1: basketball for sure.
0: Are you are you re are you restarting the World Bodybuilding Federation, Vince? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, Alpha Entertainment. Vince is going to be bringing some crazy shit in the upcoming future. Speaking of bringing you crazy shit, I just would like to take one moment to give a shout out to our sponsor at Monsterwear Clothing. Do you need custom vinyl decals, handcrafted custom t shirts, or custom painted hockey masks? If it's custom, they'll put their custard to it. Monsterwear Clothing. Check them out on Facebook and let them know we sent you. And he will look you up real, real nice.
0: Check it out.
1: Locally sourced right here in the great state of Minnesota.
0: And while you're on the internet checking them out, make sure to stop by our Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash Beef Sticks Podcast. Updated news, uh, Wrestlers birthdays, important events that happened on this day in history, matches from folks before they were even in the WWE, tidbits, jokes, breaking news, funny pictures, and all sorts of crap. You can find it all there, facebook.com forward slash beef6podcast. We also post links to our shows there, so you can find any of our shows through there. You can find them through Podcast One, Stitcher Radio, Spreaker.com. Um, Google Play Music, or anywhere... YouTube. YouTube and anywhere that you stream podcasts. If you'd like, go to Twitter.com. Check us out at, at... BeefSticksCSB. So
1: everywhere.
0: Well, you gotta say... That's
1: one we're looking at you.
0: They'll, they'll get us it. up. They'll get it. <laughs> at BeefSticksCSB, if you want to find us on Twitter... <laughs> Um, this week I was not as diligent as, as, and as disciplined as I wanted to be on Twitter, but, um, I did tweet, uh, I was tweeting stuff out at one point. I don't remember what it was, but I'm, I'm getting better at it folks. And I'll even get better. The more you like retweet, respond, comment, visit, the more you do that, the, the, the more I'll get on it and it'll, it'll boost me. If you have any questions, you might comment, even get a little bit of pasty too. Get a, get a lot of pasty. Get a lot of pasty. <laughs> if you'd like to get a hold of me, uh, send any emails, any requests, any questions, comments, links, something that we missed, messed up, something that we missed. Fatmacbsp at gmail.com is my official email for my Beef Sticks podcast. Pasty, where can they find you?
1: Yes. Hey, you must have <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, They can find me at pastywhite at gmail.com, getlocalmn at gmail.com, booking northern lights at gmail.com, getlocalmn at gmail.com. Did I already say that one? You did,
0: but I might have.
1: They're going to double I
0: did. The, the emails. let
1: we'll just cement that one back in there. Because you know what? I'm restructuring the show, and it's coming back. It's going
0: to be good. <laughs> and if you would like to give us your support, if you would like to do more than just listen and, and, and would love to give a monetized <laughs> support, you can hit us up at patreon.com forward slash cloudstyle or gofundme.com. Just put in the little search box cloudstyle broadcasting and feel free to show your support in that way.
1: Right. Every little bit helps, and it doesn't have to be much.
0: No, we're not
1: holding a gun to your head, saying, "Give me all your fucking money."
0: Oh, you'd be—you'd be surprised. Really not for making you laugh and teaching
1: you something, then
0: when go you ahead. Know, you'd be surprised how if a, a two-dollar donation, given enough time or by enough people, can actually make a huge difference. You'd be surprised. Um. Mm. All right. Now on to the next We will thing. also have Cloud
1: Style Broadcasting t-shirts coming very soon. Woo-hoo. I have decided. It's time to start merchandising on that end. So if you want to f- support your favorite shows and podcasts and just forms of entertainment, stay tuned. Stay tuned,
0: folks. More to come. So on to the other big news of this week. Big, big, big news. Big, big news. News, a little bit i like to call uh oh <coughs> enzo um if you if you're a wrestling fan you've heard the news um a woman named Filomena Sheehan I think it is she has accused Eric Arntz, otherwise known as Enzo Amore formerly of WWE she has accused him of rape um, she has not accused him of molesting. She has not accused him of of harassing. She has not accused him of groping. This is an act, uh, 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 an, an accusation of actual penetration rape. So this is a big deal. You deal, and um. So we're gonna we're I'm not gonna say we're gonna tread lightly on it because we don't tread lightly here at Beef Sticks, but we're just gonna we're gonna give you the information we have. Because there's there's two sides of both stories, and there's actually a lot coming from both sides, kind of. So There's 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 a lot. This is a very complex picture here to build. Uh basically, this woman, this Philomena. She released a video to TMZ Sports, and in it, she shockingly says that Amore chucked her onto a bed so hard that she passed out. She claims she woke up to find Amore having sex with her. In the video clip, which you can find on YouTube, uh, Sheehan said, and this is quote, I was still sitting on the couch when he proceeded to pick me up, flip me over, and rip my tights off he completely started sexually assaulting me. She claims that she did not consent to sex with Amore at any time during their meeting, as she quote, wanted to know him first. She continues on the video, he was like a girl, or he was like girl, are you kidding me? (laughs) He was was like a girl, just a tiny penis, almost a large clitoris. (laughs) And you can't teach that. Um, she, she continued he was like "Girl, are you kidding me you should be begging for this dick I have like a million followers on Instagram since when did your fucking followers on Instagram dictate whether you were good and bad they hunger true?
1: for the pictures they need the pictures he must deliver on the pictures
0: she then described in graphic detail how the New Jersey born wrestler picked her up flipped her over, and ripped her tights open. Again, she vehemently claims that she told Amore to stop. She added, I said no countless times. Countless times I just kept saying no. She alleges that Amore then grabbed her, bent her over, and started having sex with her. As she was crying and telling Amore to please stop, she says he took her into the bedroom where he chucked her on the bed so hard she literally passed out. She claims she woke sometime later to find Amore was still having sex with her. Um, so Amore has since been fired by WWE. Within hours
1: of being suspended indefinitely. It was pretty quick.
0: Yeah, and the police are continuing the investigation. So before we get into this, Pasty, I have some things that I think we need to note before picking up the pitchforks and lighting the torches here, okay? One.
1: He has a million followers on
0: Instagram. Exactly. You've (laughs) got to take that into account. You have to take that into account. Two, his counsel did issue a statement for him saying, Over the last two days, Philomena Sheehan has made multiple public accusations against Eric Arndt, also known as Enzo Amore with the WWE, including allegations of sexual misconduct concerning an October 2017 incident in Phoenix, Arizona. Mr. Arndt fully and unequivocally denies those accusations. He is cooperating with the authorities in this matter and looks forward to having it resolved in a timely manner. Neither Mr. Arndt nor his counsel will be making any further public comments on this matter. So he is at least acknowledging it and talking about and And he is denying it, flat out. Sometimes people, like, dance around it or something. You know, kind of the way Kevin Spacey did when he was accused of stuff. Um, right. Enzo, at least through his counsel, is flat out. And it's denied. not WWE fired him for the
1: accusation. Out here. WWE fired him for keeping the allegations from them.
0: Well, we were getting to that, but thank you for blowing my number five. Good. I got, got an order that. Well, well. Number three. On January 7th, Philomena uploaded a video to her YouTube channel titled Storytime I faked a pregnancy. Now, in this clip, Philomena discusses breaking up with a boyfriend when she was 17, after which Philomena says she lied to him about being pregnant. In her channel description, Philomena writes, Hello, and welcome to my channel. My name is Philomena, and I am 19 years old. My life is one hell of a mess, so check out my videos below. So she has a history of fabricating major things. Now, the boy who cries wolf at one point or another did actually get attacked by a wolf. So this does not mean and she's not only lying. making
1: things, but then turning around and using them to get attention.
0: Correct. So that doesn't mean that she's lying. It's just saying that there is a history of her lying about major stuff for attention. Um, number four, this, this is one of the biggest things. Sam Cook, who is a friend of Philomena Sheehan, Uh, shared a group text exchange from the night that the alleged rape incident took place it was between her and a person named Tyler and I'm going to read for you the transcript of that text um Sheehan I'm going to fucking rehab today or to get a ketamine infusion Rachel recipient what? why? Sheehan I met Two Poor and did coke with her, Tyler, and fucked their friend. Uh, two Poor is like a modeling agency, just to let people know, uh, that's what she means. I met Two Poor, or, or or a member of a modeling agency, something like that. I haven't gotten the whole story. They're they're also involved in this, and also um um in the the suit recipient. Pixort didn't happen, and then she and, um she she. Auto-corrected herself from fuck to fucked. Recipient, don't lie, you dumbass bitch. You would be posting it on your story. Sheehan, my roommates would see, bitch. No, I wouldn't. Recipient, where's the selfie with her? Sheehan, didn't get one. Recipient, OMG. Sheehan, believe it or not, bitch, it happened, and I'm laying in bed next to a famous wrestler. Recipient, pick. Shehan, it's dark in here. Um, in a now deleted tweet, she had responded to the video and confirmed that those texts are authentic, but said they were taken completely out of context. So there is. That was when she
1: was fucking a different wrestler. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's uh... that was
1: Xavier Woods. Oh my god,
0: it's um it, it almost sounds like she's bragging. Yeah, it almost sounds like she's bragging. You just need to say something. Go
1: go
0: poop. Where's your phone? You found it's it. It's charging. Oh my gosh. That- just ask for the phone then. Jeez. Need the phone. Kids go, been poop. standing there for like seven minutes just staring at me. It's like say something or something. <laughs> Tap me. Do something. <laughs> um, so that uh. that right there, that that video of the, the messages is gonna be her biggest obstacle mm-hmm. to get over. And then note number five, as, as you said, Pasty, is WWE did not release him due to the charges or any new information being brought to light. As far as uh, most reports are, WWE released him because he did not inform them of the, the incident. And so they were caught off guard and weren't sure how to handle it. And since it's been right. ongoing since And so here, regardless of how
1: it goes, he will not be brought back more than likely.
0: Correct, because he needs to be upfront with his employers about something that big. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is like I could guess, have got you king's
1: lawyer, man. I could have got you king's lawyer. Exactly.
0: This is where we. Uh, this is where we talk about this, man. I'll let you take take a running start at it.
1: Um, it's just fucked up. Uh, you know, for a long time Enzo has been on rocky grounds with WWE, and for him to hold that back from them was definitely the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, I don't know that he raped the girl. To me, it kind of I'm not against her. I'm not saying he didn't do it. Because if he did do it, he deserves to burn in hell like anybody else who's ever raped anybody. It's sickening. It's disgusting. I hate that it's coming up and and has any light to do on WWE. But it does kind of seem like she's one who does things like this and then flips it to gain internet attention. Oh. So it's a rough call.
0: Yeah, in my opinion, I mean,
1: the moral of the story is just don't don't go trying to stick your dick in every bitch. Most of them are fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, yo fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my my thoughts is there there's evidence on both sides. There, I, No, my my thoughts is there's not really enough evidence on either side, I should say. I don't yeah. think there's enough evidence on either side to even come up with a, a, a good idea of what exactly happened. Um, like you said, it's horrible, and to me it's horrible no matter which person is honest, it's horrible. If yeah. Enzo did this, that's horrible and deplorable and... Ooh, excuse me, and sick. And if he didn't do it, and she's accusing people of this, and she cost a man his livelihood, his job, his reputation, that's just as sick and horrible and deplorable, in my opinion, just as bad. Yeah. So yeah, either way, I can agree with you. Either way, it's just not. It's it's not good. Um, I think I, I know. Think, I heard
1: things that Enzo said that that. She's only saying this because her father found out, and and it was better for her to say that than tell them that she was doing we drugs. I found out
0: that she was taking drugs, ketamine, yeah. yeah. I had heard that her father and her brother, and she was scared of that. And cocaine, was that another thing that
1: was said up in the thing?
0: Uh, cocaine was not listed in anything here, but um, it's. I yeah, I met 2
1: far. did coke oh, yeah, with yeah, her, did Tyler. Coke. You're
0: right, you're right, I'm sorry. Right. And
1: fuck their friend. I thought so it's, like, it's even, a
0: C-O-K-E, so I thought it was just Coca-Cola, man. I didn't know. <laughs> no, it was cocaine.
1: <laughs> but if that's the case, that Enzo is tied to this string of messages. He was doing the drugs, too. and
0: He was at least around it, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, i it, if you ask me, WWE was going to find a way to get rid of him um, sooner than later. I think they found there sooner. Right. But um, this is just a, a horrible way to, to leave. Uh, like I said, either way. We-
1: without even wishing him well in his future endeavors.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. How hard- <laughs> that's, that's the crazy <laughs> thing. They always say we wish them well in their future endeavors, and they did not say that. They just said... They had come to terms with them.
1: Did they future Endeavor Hulk Hogan this last time or did they just cut him?
0: Um he wasn't he wasn't uh he wasn't under the contract.
1: Okay. They just they just quit being they... Yeah.
0: It makes
1: sense. So has anybody else ever been released without being endeavored?
0: Um in the future? I don't think recently at all, no. <laughs> I don't think so. It's possible. I don't I don't pay that much attention, but you'd think when it would happen people would talk about it, so I don't think so. Um, but you know, it's um yeah. The the one It's a fucked up situation. The one thing that really that I really don't like about this is if he's found innocent, which he may or may not be, I'm not, I'm not saying one way or the other. But if he is, not only has his reputation only been screwed up, but this girl's probably, I mean, she's already getting pretty famous. She's gonna get famous for this, and it's only gonna help her. Whether whether it did or didn't happen, uh, if it did happen, what what she's gonna get out of fame is not worth the emotional abuse she got. I'm not trying to say that at all. But either way, she's getting famous for this, whether it happened or not. And if it didn't happen and she's making it up, that's, that's, I mean, she's getting rewarded for it, you know? Yep. And
1: I see this thing, this, this kind of scandal only getting worse. And it's gotta be blamed on social media for the most part.
0: Oh yeah. I blame everything on social media.
1: I mean, Enzo Amore, social media.
0: <laughs> yep, my gonorrhea, if- social media. <laughs>
1: Curse <laughs> you, Snapchat!
0: <laughs> Done, you man, that Snapchat, and you can catch some shit there. Snapclap. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. Uh, On to some uh, better, perhaps better news. Oh, oh! On...
1: I did want to. I did want to oh. say. Also, Danny Bryan came out this week and announced that, in light of everything, or with everything going on, that next week on Two Hundred Five Live, they will be debuting an all new General Manager. Yes, that'll save the show.
0: And and they they said that Enzo Amore has um. God, what was the word they used? D. Del. I don't know. They they didn't say advocated.
1: What... They kept saying "advocated the championship" instead of "vacated the championship," and Ooh, it was more. That's... Daniel Bryan said it, and then another guy in backstage. They well, I'm just saying okay, this happened. I, I believe it. They said they said that they advocated it. He advocated the championship the first time Daniel did it, and I'm like, oh, uh, and then it happened again. And I'm like, why do you guys keep doing this? He does not advocate the championship. <laughs>
0: He might advocate it, but you don't want him advocating it. Not at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there was a... I, I don't remember what the word is that they that they released. It was like D... Del, you del, can del, have del, your del,
1: championship. Yeah. I'll put my dick in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they did something. But anyway, so they, they announced that he is no longer champion. Uh, 205 Live, why do they need a general manager? They got Kurt Angle already. I mean, that's just... <sighs> I mean, maybe it'll help legitimize them. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Um, so, some more legal news here. Rich Swan's attorney, Ian Pickens. He's got. He's yes. Easy, easy Pickens, Ian Pickens, they call him. He just picks up any slam ball off the street. Ian Pickens released the following comments to Pro Wrestling Sheet regarding Swan's quest to have his suspension lifted by WWE, filing all domestic charges being dropped against him. The comments are, we are very pleased with the resolution of these charges. We would like to thank the state attorney's office for conducting a thorough investigation, as well as Mr. Swan's family, friends, and fans that supported him through this. During our representation of Mr. Swan, we have come to know him as a kind and humble young man who we believe has a bright future ahead of him. We are hopeful that with the dismissal of these charges, Mr. Swan will be able to return to the WWE and our firm will do everything we can to assist him in returning to the ring. Thank you. So all his charges have been dropped and I would expect him to be back in WWE pretty soon, especially with everybody dropping like flies on their brand. They're, right. They're running out of names. Yeah, we kind
1: of need Swan back now. They're running out of people who can actually hold a character.
0: Yeah. Um, and this, you know, and if he does get to come back fairly soon, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good advocate for informing your bosses of these issues immediately, because obviously Swan let WWE know about what happened. They did suspend him, but he may be coming back. Good. I we need him back. Definitely, definitely.
1: But still, my question is, who? 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 Who, who is going to be the, the 205 Live general manager?
0: You know, it'd be, it would have been smart to have Daniel Bryan be him, but he's SmackDown.
1: The Brooklyn Brawler.
0: You know, you think, in, in my opinion, you want a cruiserweight. That's, that's my opinion. Yeah. Is you yeah. want a, a, a light heavyweight, a cruiserweight, um something like that. They they do have some of them. They got Jimmy Jimmy Yang, I think still works for them, doesn't he? Um I don't
1: want Jimmy Yang to be this general so, manager.
0: He'd be fun. He would be so fun.
1: <laughs> um, would he be a
0: cowboy still? I would hope so. Um I know um <laughs> Shane Helms posted on Twitter that he was he was up for the job. He'd be good. He's got character. He's got charisma. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know who's good for them. I'm trying to think of who they they have available or employed right now. Who was a uh, a classic cruiserweight? And I'm kind of yeah. drawing a blank. Yeah, that would be good.
1: He's not employed. He has the Impact Championship. Right. I'm telling you, Austin Arias would be amazing.
0: Would he would. He, I mean, that's the role that he's built for. Coming out, talking, he could get physical with the people. You know, he can he can hold his own. He can definitely, what I mean, about, he's a character. What about who? <laughs>
1: I'm kidding. Oh, I didn't hear you. Oh... Uh... Yeah, it's uh, it'll be different. I mean, maybe they'll have some more direction, and who knows? I get like I've been saying for a few weeks now. I would like to see two hundred five live start touring independently, playing smaller venues. But I think they do better rather than being stuck after SmackDown.
0: You know, there's talks of uh. Regular- I watched
1: it. The- I liked it, but you could tell like the crowd wasn't having that much fun. It took them a long time to warm up, and it wasn't until a big spot was pulled off that they finally popped. And it was it was more like watching a New Japan show, to be honest.
0: And that's the problem with taping it after SmackDown, is the people didn't come there for 205 Live. So you don't have the 205 Live audience, you have the SmackDown audience. Where, like yeah. you said, if they toured and separately... People- yeah, if they toured separately the people buying the tickets would be de- buying them 2C 205 live guys
1: but at the same honestly, time what you do is you tour NXT with 205 live they're both I think mean, granted, when NXT does taping cuz they do 4 weeks in a shoot but that's great.
0: but what they really, do that. what they really have to do i think to do anything with 205 live is they got to quit trying to have them wrestle the regular WWE style and let them wrestle a more Lucha Libre or more cruiserweight or whatever you want to call it. Let them do a different style so people have a reason to tune into 205 Live. I don't want to tune into 205 Live for just another hour of the same shit that I'm watching on Raw and SmackDown. Right.
1: Uh, also, do more character-driven stories because, I mean, lately we've been having a whole lot of injuries. So you should just count on that. Yeah. Like, not everybody's going to be around backup. for a while. So be character-driven rather than championship stories. So where if you're injured, they can easily work that out.
0: Yeah. Have, but uh, count
1: uh, on people It's going to happen. It's a guaranteed.
0: Yeah. Especially yeah, with the two with the kind of uh. The kind of moves that they they should be putting on there, it's going to happen.
1: You know what I mean? It's called high-risk moves for a reason. Yeah. Let wrestlers do what they're good at and just expect injury to happen.
0: So, you know, talking about uh, general managers, Rey Mysterio was just shopping his hat around to Impact. He'd be a good one to come back as a GM. Well,
1: that's what I was thinking. I didn't want to be so bold as to say that, and he'd I don't be, know that we want a GM.
0: He'd be good for a face, like a main, like a big money face, but he's never been great on the mic, so I don't know that he's yeah. great. But he definitely better would be a big lucha name. Good lucha things. <laughs> yeah, he's better than Kalisto. <laughs> oh, and now news of the weird.
1: It's going to be Daniel Bryan.
0: I, I mean, to me, like like I said, Daniel Bryan makes the most sense, but he's attached to SmackDown. Yeah.
1: But it airs right after SmackDown.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, it does, so why not? Yeah, but th- then you get into the thing, but it, it's on Raw, so you can't have the SmackDown GM <laughs> being the GM yeah, of but... matches that are on Raw. Yes. that
1: to daniel coming back to the ring by wrestlemania i think shane's gonna end up firing him from smackdown and then he'd just be the general manager of 205 live
0: that would work that would work
1: it seems logical
0: but he's not gonna get fired by next and, week I mean, when, yeah, they're you're- gonna, when they're gonna announce who the gm is you know
1: No, he would be pulling double duty for a while. Maybe they could even work that into the story, like Daniel's just burnt out trying to run 205 Live, making 205 Live a great show, but he's like not—he's making bad calls on SmackDown still, and this goes on for a while until Shane finally snaps and fires him.
0: I still don't see though how you have how you have SmackDown's general manager putting together matches on Raw. That just that just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That just, that, that to well, me is, is a, that doesn't, I don't know how you work around that. Yeah. Then again, I don't know how the 205 Live general manager is making matches for, for Raw.
1: <laughs> I think Raw just handles it. That's why they're not handled very well on Raw. Yeah.
0: They're not handled very well at all. Fuckers.
1: I did watch 205 Live this week because I saw Daniel Bryan's announcement. I'm like, oh, new general manager this week. And then I watched the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, it's next week. But I <laughs>
0: I've, I've got up on NXT. I've watched the last three weeks of NXT in a row, so I know what's going on coming into it. I always like to get into it going into the takeover, and then I'm like, now I'm going to stick with it, and then I fall off. It's become a trend for me. <laughs> I watch it. I watch it. You know the 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 weeks, three weeks, four weeks, coming up to a takeover. And then I watch it two weeks after the takeover, and then I fall off again. <laughs> and that's a shame because
1: be I'm fine with just watching takeovers.
0: And I know that's a
1: shitty way to be.
0: Well, I mean, but, NXT used to be one that I caught every week. I mean, I'd catch it before I'd catch Raw or SmackDown. It was more important than that. Watch all those people on SmackDown now. Yeah, it's it's kind of fallen. It really has fallen. It's. It's sad, but I think this new i think this new
1: generation... I feel like that's the way it's going to be. It's going to ebb and flow.
0: Yeah, I think this It'll new never generation is definitely... Generation. This is going to pick up the slack where the last generation has kind of lagged, I think. I think this new batch coming in is definitely going to reinvigorate it. I hope. And I
1: think you can call generations by NXT Champions... I think that's the way it kind of feels. Because once the NXT champion gets called up, then a couple more get called up and everything's different again.
0: Yeah, it, it comes around like that. Cycles. Wrestling's all full of cycles. NXT is just a smaller cycle. <laughs> a shorter cycle. Wrestling always right. goes through cycles.
1: <laughs> it's the big wheel.
0: It's the big the big wheel. Look, Ma, I can ride a bike too. You got streamers on your handlebars, bitch.
1: Man, I always hated a big wheel when I was a kid. Because I didn't have a lot of sidewalk. So you'd always wind up in the grass, and as soon as you're on dirt or grass, you can't pedal that some oh, bitch.
0: Gravel, gravel was a big
1: weights all your weights on the back so the wheel spins in the front.
0: Yep. I never right. had a lot of fun with big wheels gravel was horrible for those i don't know that i had a big wheel to be honest i I don't i don't remember having a big wheel i know i rode a big wheel before but i don't know that i had one i'm not sure
1: you know another thing i always wanted to get for my kids but i haven't been able to find it in stores anywhere a fucking sit and spin yo we used to have those
0: shits when we were kids. phantom had a sit and spin for sure yeah we had that thing
1: I haven't been able to find them anywhere,
0: Oh yeah, we, and
1: now my kids are getting too big for it. Yep, we had one they for him. More, more, more shit.
0: Those things but, are fun as shit, man. Yes, He'd spin good. around and around and around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, oh, yeah, we definitely had one of those for you. I don't think I had one of those as a kid. I don't know what the fuck I had as a kid. I think the first toy I remember was an NES. I don't know. I know I had like uh, action figures, like Ninja Turtle. I had action figures and X Men action figures. I, I don't know. That's a story for a different time. Uh, yes. But we got some fun stuff to talk about. Here, here's a fun thing: the intersection. Hey man,
1: everybody's grandma had a tub of those some bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I love them things. All right.
0: Here we go. All right. No, we're not done yet. We're going. <laughs> we're going. We're going. Skip it. Philadelphia, folks. Philadelphia. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, the intersection of Broad Street and Patterson Avenue, where the Wells Fargo Center is located, has been renamed Royal Way and Rumble Road in honor of this weekend's WWE Royal Rumble
1: festivities.
0: (laughs) The Wells Fargo Center hosts four nights of the WWE events, starting with NXT TakeOver Philadelphia this Saturday night and ending with uh, something on Wednesday. NXT, probably. Um, I will I will post pictures of it um, I've seen a picture of it so it exists there's photographic proof I'll put that on our on our facebook page facebook.com forward slash beef sticks podcast I have not got it up there yet but I'll, I'll whip it up right away when this show's done I'll whip it out on you that's kind of fun now are they
1: gonna keep the roads name that
0: I doubt it I think it's just for the weekend <laughs> um because they, be they did keep the road signs are like it's like it says Broad Street on top, and then underneath in red it says oh. Royal Way, and then Patterson still says Patterson, but underneath it says Rumble Road. So it's just a fun little um, uh, publicity stunt, which is cool. That's good for them. It's good to see uh, cities embrace the pro wrestling culture in any way. Yeah. With all the bad, because we piss. know a lot of celebrities
1: didn't for Raw twenty five. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know, and, and wrestling is getting back to getting so much bad publicity again, and I don't think it's. Just, I mean, it's obviously it's not just wrestling. All of pop culture right now is 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 looking ugly, but wrestling's falling yeah. in that also. So it's it's good to see. I love all these positive stories we can tell you. This week we don't have a lot of positive stories, and that's sad. But. I love it when we get the happy, positive. That's why something, sometimes I'll, I'll give you news that's just, we'll put out news that, that almost doesn't seem that important like this one with the Royal Way and the Rumble Road. But, man, we try to put out positivity over negativity. Yes. So I'm going to give it's you not that. always easy. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, speaking of some, some so bad news, really some sad news, some news that, that hurt me. Wrestling Observer Newsletter reported that negotiations actually took place to possibly have Hulk Hogan associated with the Bullet Club. Um, <laughs> we had posted on here uh, not too long ago in our two-tweet segment about how they had said they'd want Hogan on there, and Hogan's like, I'm interested. Um, however, Hogan was asking for too much money, apparently, and members of the faction were hesitant to welcome him out of fear that he'd jump right back to WWE the moment he got the bullet club rub so to speak which he would oh yeah he as soon as that <laughs> as soon as that checkbook opened up you damn right he'd jump it not in a bad way i mean that's that's good he's a good businessman that's how he thinks
1: it would be but, cool it would be cool. I think Nash would be the one you'd want, though, because then you can legitimize the 2 sweet for yourself.
0: Yeah, either one of them. I mean, any of the three, I think, would just be awesome to have as even a temporary member or even a one-night thing, you know, where they just making a That little
1: skit at 25 with, with Bullet Club or Balor Club and DX and Scott Hall. Scott Hall wasn't enough for me to hand over the two-suite.
0: Right. Right, but it was cool. And, it was,
1: and DX had no reason to be. Angry. Granted, members of DX, most of them were were NWO over time, but that was when it didn't matter.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and and I mean, the, the they were too sweeting back when they were all in WWF uh, as as Razor and Diesel and Sean and Kid and um and um yeah and Hunter. So I mean, they they were all doing it as the Click. So, but yeah, I I thought that was cool. Um, But I I think, yeah, seeing Hogan there would just be awesome. Have him just drop one leg drop. I don't know if he can do a leg drop now or not. I know he's allegedly in the best shape of his career, but people say that all the time. But yeah, it would have been huge with all the strides that New Japan's been making um, to make noise, to make waves, to get American eyes on their product. Hulk Hogan being at their show and being associated with them would would turn the dial up, even in this day and age. That would definitely turn the dial up on the noise they're making in the United States market.
1: Right. Uh, Talk about filling your 10 million seat arena.
0: Yeah, no shit.
1: That would be a a good force to do so. Expect a lot of white folk.
0: The irresistible (laughs) force, baby. The irresistible force. (laughs) <laughs> all right i got a few signings to talk you know what luckily there's not really much in the injury report this week so that's a positive positive. and we do have some signings to talk about um, and I one mean, injury is
1: really only half an injury
0: yeah and one signing is really only half a <laughs> signing also so it's it's but, but, they're, but they're under the news i mean they they fall in this category um first signing here wwe has signed muhammad fahim a 28 year old boxing champion from Cairo, Egypt, to a developmental contract. The prize fighter reported this week to the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida, and is expected to begin his in ring training soon. He is 6'1 and 220 pounds. Fahim has boxed competitively since 2007, winning championships at the university level as well as gold medals in national events. He is also an accomplished kickboxer having placed first in a national competition in 2014 and he has a one zero undefeated record in MMA undefeated
1: not to not to be uh, confused with the zero one record Sam Punk, well, Punk in Correct. MMA
0: Correct. <laughs> so this is cool this is more of them reaching out to different areas of the world and I love that I love yes I love it I just love it I love it and hopefully with his background... We don't need actors
1: pretending to fight. We need fighters pretending to fight. We need trying fighters, to act.
0: We need fighters horribly acting.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: We need fighters who are willing to learn to act. There you go. I want them to act well. They need to get there. So that's good. That's good with his um, athletic background. Hopefully he can, he can make some noise. We'll see. The next report here... Reporters recently caught up with Ronda Rousey at an airport as she was in commute to film a movie. When asked, Rousey denied rumors that she will be in the Royal Rumble on Sunday, which there has been rumors flying that she's going to be in it and win it. She said to the contrary. She mentioned that she was flying to Columbia to film the movie Mile 22 um, until mid-February. She said she was flying out that day. That's why she was at the airport. That doesn't mean she won't be there. She can fly out to right. Columbia and fly back. But um, I don't know.
1: Usually, if you're filming a movie, you can't wrestle.
0: I'm not. I'm not banking on her being there. I would not. It would not be the biggest surprise of the night. The biggest surprise would be Hogan showing up for me. <laughs> um, or even Daniel would be a bigger surprise to me than Rhonda. But I don't. I don't expect her there. I don't. Right now, I don't have her in my in my sights as being somebody who's going to win the Royal Rumble.
1: No. She'll she'll probably show up by Mania time, though.
0: Hopefully. She'll be back before then. Filming's done in mid-February. And uh, on to the injury report. Just a little bit yes. here. Just a little bit. Samir Singh, one of the Singh brothers, one of the Bollywood boys, he posted an Insta- Instagram, easy for me to say, he posted a significant pic of him in a hospital bed with the caption, Last week I tore my ACL and it goes without saying, this past week has been very emotional. Now by comparison, a Big Cass suffered a torn ACL back in August. And at the time, WWE's Dr. Chris Robinson gave him about a nine month recovery time. So we could see Samir out for roughly nine months I don't know that this affects anything. I hate to say it. No. I don't want to see him lose his job, but as far as the television aspect of it or my enjoyment,
1: yeah, he wasn't going anywhere, and Jinder Mahal can get along just fine with one lackey instead of two.
0: Yeah, and who knows how long they were going to be with him now that he's not in the title picture.
1: Besides, maybe they'll just, CGI the other brother and duplicate him.
0: <laughs> right? that be uh, He'll just run back and forth really quickly the way that uh, that uh, Ashley Olsen does. There's not a Mary-Kate and an Ashley Olson; It's one twin very quickly. As John Oliver likes to state. <laughs> I love Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Anybody listening to this that doesn't watch Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, get out there and check it out. It's a great show. It's on HBO. Um, you can find it on the internet. And uh, they post official clips from him of their main stories on YouTube every week. So you can always get the full main story in HD quality there. Um, Now that we got that free plug out of the way. Samoa Joe injury update. Shill Fat Max. I'll shill the fuck out of it. WWE announced Samoa Joe will join Charlie Caruso, Sam Roberts, Renee Young, and Corey Graves on the Royal Rumble kickoff show panel. So he is, um, I, he's going to show up in
1: the rumble.
0: I don't think so, but I'm glad that they're keeping his That's face on me. TV. I think it's, it's good that they're keeping his face on TV. Don't let you forget about him. He's too big right now. Don't let, don't, don't let the people forget about him. could be in the rumble yeah. i could see it yeah you know personal things
1: come up where wrestlers have to leave and the only good way for wwe to do it is to write off an injury story
0: and so you never know, don't know. you never know you never know oh So, uh, we got
1: about fifteen minutes. I say we let's get into see. it.
0: You want to get into Philly? I thought we could maybe talk about. Uh, I don't want to get into Raw. We could talk about uh, SmackDown a little bit for fifteen minutes. Okay. What crack? Can do that too. I mean, can we can we hit NXT Philly in fifteen minutes? I don't know.
1: I think so. Because it's it's predictions. We're not talking about the matches because we haven't seen them yet. When we're talking about them, but I think we can do it. All
0: right, all right, all right. So starting off, we have the NXT Tag Team Titles.
1: Yes, uh, that's the Undisputed Era as the champions versus the Authors of Pain.
0: Yes. Has War Machine debuted yet? War Machine has not debuted. It will here. Right after authors of pain
1: take the titles from the undisputed era.
0: Yep. AOP says pasty. Uh, I'm I'm saying that the uh, undisputed era keeps it. I think Fish and O'Reilly hold on to the belts. I think uh, authors of pain are going to be moving up to the main roster pretty soon. And I don't think they need the belts to do that. I think they can they can go up there just fine without them. And Undisputed Era, they've been, uh, they've been, they, the but whole team. Yeah, pain. I would want to have the championships
1: for a little while, maybe lose them at the takeover at WrestleMania, and then get called up Monday after Mania, because that would be a lot better than now. You Plus, good. from here through Mania, they have a food with War Machine. How beautiful would that be? It would be perfect. It's happening. That's my call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. This should be a good match. Um, the Authors of Pain really impressed me at War Games. I was super impressed. Uh, Fish and O'Reilly, Red Dragon are just an amazing tag team. So, this should be good. I think so. What's our next match? Up next, we have the NXT Women's Title: Ember
1: Moon versus Shayna Baszler. I think Ember keeps it because she just got it, and Asuka had it longer, and that's not fair.
0: Yeah, it took it took Ember Moon so long. To get it, that I and, think, and she deserved. Yeah, I think it'd be a crime for her to not keep it. Right. Um. Shayna Baszler had. I mean, she's she's gonna be a superstar in WWE. She could. There's just no reason to. Run. She could go through. She could go through NXT without ever winning the title and still become a superstar. Although I'm sure she will win the title. I think she's the next one. To hold the women's title. I just don't think it's this week.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. Ember Moon's championship reign will continue
0: for now. Ember's moon will shine.
1: (laughs) (coughs) Up next, we got an Extreme Rules match. Alistair Black versus Adam Cole,
0: baby, baby.
1: I don't know the backstory going into this, and I don't need to. This is gonna be delicious.
0: <laughs> um, so Alistair Black and uh, um and Roderick Strong. We're going after the Undisputed Era's tag team titles, and got screwed out of them by Adam Cole. So, um, and then they, and then the Undisputed Era just kind of decimated Black, um, throwing him through a table, through chairs. Um, really, really kicked his ass. So that's how um, William Regal turned this into an extreme rules match. That's where that's where that comes from. It's gonna be a kick-ass match.
1: Hell yeah, it is. Part of me, I uh, I really want Alistair to win this one. I like Cole.
0: I love them both. I mean, i I love them both. I, I'll be happy with either one winning.
1: And with me saying the authors of pain defeat the undisputed era. It's hard for me to not say Cole wins it, but I'm going with Alistair anyway.
0: See, you and I have different things. I think it's going to be a clean sweep for the Undisputed Era totally. Um, I think it's part of their storyline right now. I think that's going to be part of their uh, their push. I do thoroughly expect to see both Red Dragon and Roderick Strong get involved in this match. Roderick Strong, as far as I know, as of the last I read, does not have a match in here. So he's definitely going to get involved in one way or the other. You know what? Actually, God, do I want to say that?
1: For the bonus point? The bonus point.
0: You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say this is where Roderick Strong joins Undisputed Era. It's an Extreme Rules match. He comes down, looks like, you know, I, I'll, I'll say like, a, like, like Red Dragon comes down and is interfering in the match. And Aleister Black is, you know, getting, you know, trying to fight off all three of them. It's an extreme rules match, so it's legal. Out comes Roddy Strong to make the save. Oh, he decks Aleister Black!
1: Well, I think it'd be better than that. He comes in, he fends them off, helps Aleister to his feet, and then hits him with his finisher.
0: It'd be great. Hit him with a backbreaker. Hit him with a backbreaker. So I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that Roddy joins. uh or Roddy interferes and Cole wins. This isn't the first
1: time you've called that, so I won't be surprised when it doesn't happen.
0: The only thing that bothers me is I'm I'm calling I'm I'm calling interference at the next match also. So I'm, I'm like, are they going right. to do it back to back on big matches like that? But with the Extreme Rules match, at least it's part of the rules. So um, I'm I'm going to go with Cole, but Roddy interferes in some way.
1: Okay. It doesn't matter. It's a non-disqualification match. Exactly. Uh, And then finally we end with the NXT title. My boy Cien Almost versus Johnny Gargano. I'm I'm with Andrade all day. I've been down since day one-ish.
0: Day one-ish. (laughs) <laughs> um I'm saying uh Andrade Cien keeps it also I think he retains but I think this is when Champa comes back and I think he attacks Johnny Gargano and then we can get Johnny Gargano in an actual meaningful feud which he deserves. Um so I know it, it, I'm spreading it thin here calling two interferences but um that's what I'm going with. I, I really see out of the two, I think it's more likely Champa interferes than than Roddy turning to uh, joining Undisputed Era for sure. But yeah, because
1: like... Undisputed Era still trying to pick him up.
0: No, but they're they're feuding, so that's perfect. It, it's even better when they're not trying to pick him up, you know, and they've they've decided to feud. I mean, you know, it's the classic nwo I mean, it's been around long before NWO, but, you know. Right. Join, join, join. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to join. Feud for a month or two, and then it's backstab the babyface and join the heel faction.
1: I don't think it'll happen.
0: Another stacked card, though, for sure. Um, if I had to pick yeah. what's going to be the standout, I'm going to go with Black and Cole in the Extreme Rules match. But it, yeah, um, any of these could.
1: I, I I think the the opening match is gonna be fire too. It's gonna be good.
0: It Should be. It definitely should be. Um, I, I undisputed era is definitely making their mark one way or the other. I mean they've they've added some much needed um hype and and kind of big big show feel to NXT that's been missing for quite a while. Missing since Joe, at least. Yeah. I like it. I like I'm, it. I'm. Uh,
1: I'm looking forward to it. I mean, none of the matches really like scream to me, other than the Extreme Rules match. Ah! But we know how they do on takeovers, and this is a big four takeover. That's uh. It's usually really good. And, so
0: I'm, and we haven't seen much of Shayna Baszler, so it'll be interesting to see uh, Baszler and Moon.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Ember Moon always impresses me. I love her. I just love her. I love her character. I love her in-ring work. And uh, all Miss Gargano. I mean, two extremely talented, talented individuals. I, I was kind of surprised that there's only four matches. I, I feel there has to be another match put in here somewhere. But maybe it's only four? I, I don't know. I'm not sure what the last I don't last know. One... We're
1: just off the cusp of uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Maybe WWE looked at that and says we need to have longer matches.
0: <sighs> I'm to look up real quick and see how how many matches usually takeovers have. Um, but, I I mean, I think they could... WWE, I don't think they would, but I think they could learn a lot from uh, NXT TakeOver for sure. Yeah. Uh, War Games was different because they had War Games in it. Um, Five matches on NXT Brooklyn 3. NXT Chicago had five matches. I I was thinking five is about the average. So, um, they... I wouldn't be surprised if they throw another one in there. If they don't throw another one in there and they give us a few really good long matches, I will be... Oh, wait a second. Nope, that's right. I completely forgot about that the last episode I watched. There's a fifth one. Uh, Cassius Sono versus Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream oh, yeah. failed to win the title from... Uh, from... from uh, or failed to win the title match. From Johnny Gargano. They had a match to determine who would face Cien Almas. Johnny Gargano put his number one contendership on the line. Lost that. Him and Cassius Ono. So that could be another uh, a good match. I'm going to type that in there real quick, Pasty, if you want to give your thoughts on that.
1: I'm excited to see... Uh, Velveteen Dream once more and I think Kashi Sono is another good person to pit him against. Uh, once again, polar opposites. I, I love to see Cashisono Sono get beat up. I love to beat him up on WWE 2K18 and you too yourself can do it on consoles and PCs everywhere.
0: <coughs> so you're going with uh, Velveteen? And, oh! Um.
1: Yeah? Yeah, let's do that. No, 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 I'm playing to win. I've been winning all season. I'm going to keep winning. And I'm going to go with KO. You're going KO,
0: gotcha. Yeah. I am going... I'm going to go... I'm going to go Velveteen Dream. I think he's... I think he needs to avenge his loss to uh, to Gargano. I think he's he's on a I think he's got a rocket strapped to his back, and uh, I also think that um, I want to beat you. So the more answers we have different, the better chance of, of somebody of us not having a tie. Which we're we seem to be good at. We seem to be very good. Even at if we're
1: pretty different. Even if we're pretty different, it usually comes pretty close to it. Yeah,
0: yeah, we don't always have to have the same ones picked. I mean, we can have, like, only one or two in common, but we still get alternating wins and losses throughout the rest of them.
1: Which is good, because I swear to God, two years ago, I was calling pay-per-views, and it was right pretty much every match. I'm glad to be wrong. That's one of my favorite things is when I'm proven wrong.
0: Predictability is not great, but... Always remember, unpredictability just to be unpredictable can be bad. Right. You know, that, so they gotta, you gotta tread softly there. You can't always just say, well, let's just do it different to be unpredictable. It's like, yeah, but that might not make sense. But, right. Yeah. But it's good. It is good. I agree with you. It's good that can't just sit down here and run down every fucking thing um i i often find i think too much a lot of times because like we'll have just like we'll be betting for a buck or we'll just bet for bragging rights with like the kids sometimes and the kids uh, you know like like a bunch of us uh, uh, um adults will be picking who we think's gonna win but then we always let the kids pick also and the kids don't always pay attention to what's going on coming up, and I'll be damned if they don't usually win more times than we do. It's like they just guess <laughs> right. or just pick who looks cooler. And it's like, God damn it, yeah. <laughs> I think too much. They just fucking wing it and nail it. So I think. Uh, what do you think, Pasty? Should we let the folks um, have a break? We'll 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 take a pause for the cause. And do um, two parts back-to-back if you're if you're listening live, that's folks. Cool. If you're listening live. With Why don't us, we uh,
1: give them a little taste or a little idea of what they'll be getting in the second half of the show.
0: You're going get, to be getting testicles. That's right. Testicles. podcast, now with halftime. You're going to be getting testicles. You're going to be getting penises. You're going to be getting goat goatsies. If you want to see a fucking Dutch rudder, you are getting a rudder from Dutch folks. <laughs> but that's not all. Um, we just ran down NXT TakeOver Philly. We've got Royal Rumble predictions and in fact who we think is going to win the Royal Rumble and who we think is going to eliminate who. That's right, folks. We're gonna run down thirty people. When they're gonna come in and who they're no, we're not gonna do that. That'd be so boring and ridiculous. <laughs> we have to call by
1: call. We're gonna basically comment or commentate a match that hasn't happened yet.
0: Yeah, uh, we're not doing that, folks. But we will—we'll give you our predictions, including who we think is gonna win each rumble, the women's and the men's. Um, we're gonna discuss the interesting, uh, or no, what, what was it? The vapid. Uh, the vapid. The vapid Raw twenty-five show. Not only that, I will give you be giving you highlights—not the whole thing, but highlights. Of the six-day-long Fantastica Mania put on by New Japan Pro Wrestling and CMLL. Trust me, folks, I'm not going to blather long. I got one, two, three, four, five. I got six matches to discuss, so um, I'm not going to bore you with a lot of that. I'm I'm picking out what's good, but that's part of my New Year's resolution to, to broaden our horizons back to where we started. Yes,
1: and with the broadening of the horizons we broaden our horizons with an all-new segment, The Beef. The Beef. In which each week, we highlight and emphasize on some of our biggest complaints about wrestling. Whether they be current, whether they be past, or just overall things about wrestling, you're going to get The Beef right here on Beef6 Podcast. What better Coming place up to get it? the next hour and a half. We gave you 90 minutes, we'll give you 90 more, so why don't you come on back to the Flow Saloon.